And welcome back to another Loving Relationships for Women of Color. We're back. All right, so you know how modern dating is a dumpster fire and there's a toxic stereotype that educated professional women of color are not marriage material. What I do is I guide us to our gloat, our greatest love of all time, so that we can claim the loving relationships with an equal that is our birthright. Hi, sweet babies. I'm Candice, and let me tell you, I have been where you are. For years, I was unclear about my love life and trying to achieve society's idea of a romantic relationship. My families, the churches, the millions of romance novels that I read throughout high school, none of which got me anywhere but unhappy with my love life. So basically it took abuse, grief, homelessness for me to learn how to let go of control and be guided to transform my love life. I broke free from those struggle love cycles and created a love life that I love, that loves me back. I am with my gloat, my greatest love of all time. Now I'm here to guide you to do the same. So I want you to join me on this journey from feeling disappointed in your relationship history to madly in love, from broken and guarded to whole and happy. I'm here every week, sometimes like today, with amazing guests. And I don't want you to just watch and listen. I want you to comment, engage, be part of the conversation. We talk a lot here, so you got to get in wherever you fit in. I'm ready to get started. I want to introduce my guest. She's amazing. Her name is Kyla Brown. She is the founder of It's Kyla, Not Kayla. And she's an image consultant and style educator certified by the London College of Fashion. Kyla helps brilliant women create brilliant closets with a holistic, authentic personal image. She's also an entrepreneur with exquisite tastes and just a wonderful person to know all around. So let's bring up Kyla. Hello, my darling. Hold on. Let me bring you up. There you are. <laughs> Hi, Gord. Oh, wait. Let me unmute you. There you go. Now you're unmuted. Ah, there you go. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So thank you so much, beautiful lady, for joining me today. I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am yeah. excited to talk with you all today. And a little background, too, about how we, we met, what, at a networking event, right? Yes. I can't remember exactly which one, but I remember it was in Lower Manhattan. Yes. I remember meeting you and just being like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just glowed from within. And it was so, like, you are beautiful, obviously. Aww. I mean, honestly, it goes without saying, but saying it anyway. But it's an internal type of beauty, Aww. you know? Thank you. And so in meeting you, we just had so many, there were just so many little things that were little synchronicities. And I'm just so glad we reconnected again. Right. Absolutely. And it's funny because I basically felt the same way when I met you. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so fabulous. <laughs> and that inner glow, I felt it too. And I was like, and then I saw some of the work that you were doing at the time and, you know, just so talented. You have such a great eye. And I love the choices you were making. I think it was on your, I follow you on Instagram. Yes. And when you were doing under thing for a while and you just have great tastes. And I was like, she's wonderful. And I'm glad we reconnected as well. Cause I feel like, you know, with social media, there's like a false sense of intimacy. Like if you follow someone's social media, you think you're connected, but you're not mm -hmm. really connected if you're not talking to that person. <laughs> you know, nothing about that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because I think um, as I, 
mature in my journey, I, I started to be, I grew an ick to social media. There was a time where I was like, I just don't want to, I want to touch it. Now I'm re-engaging with it with a, in a completely different way, but it's definitely, there's nothing like those connections with people yeah. where you're meeting your people versus just performing <laughs> for likes. <laughs> it's a completely right. different thing. Yeah. 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 Or just like shouting into the void. so yes yes and i I think it's it's so beautiful that we met in person and then digital is the tool for continuing to nurture those relationships and then like building communities around them where it's like oh well if you like it's kind of like kayla you're gonna love (laughs) loving relationships for women of color (laughs) like absolutely yeah. So it, it's almost like I feel like it's it's part of partnership, like developing a holistic experience for people. Like when we sort of refer and kind of, get, you know, get in each other's networks, it's like the work that we do becomes a holistic thing. Yeah. You know, like we become part of a community that's about everyone's growth and, you know, supporting yeah. each other with it all. Because I can tell you this, honey, I used to be a costume designer, but I definitely need support around image. Love. And like how I do my personal style, because I think like I, I, it's not that I don't like my style. I just need it to be easier. Like I need it to be like yeah, <laughs> more no brainer. So I feel like as we support each other through these different things and support other women and pull our networks together, that's what it's all about. That's how the village raises the child, right? Yes, 100%. And it's funny that you say you need it to be easier because I think that's really what where a lot of women are at um especially when i start to work with them it's like you know they want to look fabulous they want to feel fabulous really they want to feel fabulous yeah so a big part of it is their self-image and their perception of themselves and they just want it to be easier and i think that we i i think we're just now getting to a point in womanhood where women are like openly being very open about their desire for ease in every area of their life Yes. And I think it is definitely one of them. Just because you have, you know, double X chromosomes doesn't mean that you just naturally know, like, this is how I want to look. This is how I get that done in an hour in a zip. I can just snap my fingers like I'm in Bewitched or something and look, yeah. you know, amazing. Yeah. Or like, you know, I think a lot of my generation grew up watching like these YouTubers do like an hour long video on like beating their face and like assume that that's what, okay, if I want to be fabulous, I need to have that much leisure time to like dedicate towards my look. And it's like, no, it can be easy. It can be very, very easy. Yes. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I also think too, it's like, you know, dealing with, you know, what at the age I'm at now, I don't deal so much with the societal pressure of what women are supposed to look like as I used to. But I think that's a thing too, that, that sort of comes up against the ease. It's like, you know, are we supposed to be, who are we dressing for? And, you know, are we supposed to be sex it up? Are we supposed to, you know, yeah. masculinize it? Like, what are we supposed to do yeah. where we are? Like, if I'm going to the office, am I supposed to wear tailored clothing? If I'm going out on a date, am I supposed to be sexy with my boobs out? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like all of those things add a lot of the layers too, that that I feel like the work that you do will will help to to sort of clean that up, clear that up and make it a, make it an easier journey as well. Oh, yes, yes, 100%. I think um when it comes down to like image, we are I mean, take it back to your your childhood days of being like a, a little baby girl who's watching your mom, maybe your grandma, your aunts, whoever your female figure is or lack thereof 
mm-hmm. and what they're doing and not doing. And then also on top of it, you have the added layer of society, culture, TV, music, you know, and all of them telling you what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do. And you're, it's like, as a woman, you're playing like Twister. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And like, who should I be? Like yellow, hand on yellow, if you're working in a corporate office and like your left foot on green, if you yeah. want to be sexy for your man and like, you know, don't make sure your right hand isn't touching anything the whole time. <laughs> like, you know, you're playing this like game where you're twisting and contorting yourself. And like, really the work that I do is about finding what your authentic power is. Mm. Who are you authentically? And I think that that takes a lot um, more time and effort than women um, think it should. And I think it's not to say that's not easy or that it can't be done with ease, but it does require you to be very willing to be, to open up the curtain and see what's Mm. behind it. Um, It it takes time to say like, hey, like, you know, these are all the things that I was told I'm supposed to do. And a lot of times they're very successful go-getter women who got those things done. Like I was supposed to go to college. I was supposed to get that job. I was supposed to get married and have those kids and like did it, but something's still missing, you know? Yeah. And so when I sit down with women, I have them go through an architect's quiz. We sit down and unpack, you know, like where are your core strengths as a woman? Mm-hmm. What have you learned from womanhood? And a lot of times, like for my, uh, for myself, I have a lot of maiden energy and I also have a lot of mystic energy. And I think that, um, you know, there was a time where I was like, you know, does that mean like I'm not a go-getter, like a huntress? Mm. Doing that type of stuff. And I realized like for myself, you know, it's all about perception. How am I perceiving myself? How am I allowing myself to be perceived. And in doing that, like, I love my maiden energy. It's amazing. It's really fun. Yeah. It's really funny. But at the same <laughs> time, you know, I can lean on my closet as a tool for yeah. my perception and, and and allowing my perception to be shifted how I need it to be shifted. Um, and that's not, um, that's not to manipulate others into thinking things about me. That's be, that's me just knowing that I have all those energies within me. Some are just greater than others and others. Yeah. Just so those are the types of things that I do with the women yeah. who come in and they're like, I want to be sexy, but like, it's not me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's you. It's just, we need to find what it is in you that is sexy and play it up. We don't need to yeah. put a costume on you. You don't need to dress up like Jessica Rabbit to right. like sex appeal like that's not what that's not what sex appeal even is yeah how do we make you the type of attractive you want to be how do we attract what it is you even want to attract because you could dress mm. up like a rabbit and attract the things you don't actually want. right right so those are the conversations I have with my clients I love this. So I want us to dig deeper into the concept of archetypes and how you use them when you're working with your client. And, um, you know, I want us to get into that whole thing of like how you how you bring out, you know, what what is within because I believe I agree with you. I think within all of us, there is that sexy thing. And that sexy thing is not for everybody. It's for the people that we're meant to align with. Right. Yes. Like Whatever it is unique to us. So I want us to dig into that, too. But before we do that, I want to hear about what your trajectory was around going into, you know, becoming an image consultant, like what was it that inspired you? What was your story around it? 
Yeah. So like you mentioned before, when you had met me, I was working on Underthing at the time. Yeah. That was a lingerie brand. Um, it was a size inclusive lingerie brand, um, specifically around showing women that like, you know, being sexy is something that you simply are the same way you are intelligent, the same way that you are um, maybe funny, the same way you are, you know, caring. You're also sexy and understanding how to let yourself sit in that. Mm on your own time for yourself so that if there ever comes a time where you want to play it up for a partner or just on a night out or whatever, it's, it's natural for you. It's not a forced thing. So I've always been, I've always, always, always been um, intrigued by womanhood. Like um, watching my mom do her hair, watching, you know, watching my grandma do her hair, like mm -hmm. whether it was like the hot comb on the stove or it was like, you know, <laughs> see my mom, she wasn't a makeup person, but she had like this one lipstick, you know, watching her put on like a little mascara. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember once my aunt was like cleaning out her stuff and she gave me my first lipstick. She didn't even know. I don't think she knew I wasn't supposed to have it, but she gave me like <laughs> a back cross lipstick from the nineties that she was yeah. just trying to get like, I'll take it. And I just, I, I was so obsessed with like this idea of like being a woman because I realized I wasn't seeing it from the women in my family, but I was seeing in culture that there's this type of woman that's like very powerful. Like mm -hmm. she, she gets what she wants. She like, she, she doesn't force it. She's very natural with it. People actually want to give her what she wants. And mm -hmm. I knew that there was like something in me that must be capable of doing this thing because it keeps seeing like this like idea of this woman who does it, but mm -hmm. I don't know how to tap into her. So I think that from under thing to, to getting into image consulting now, all of the work that I have done has been about my obsession with like, how do women attract? How do mm -hmm. women pull in? What is that magnetism that is feminine energy? And it's not about wearing pink. It's not about yeah. lipstick per se. These are the things I've learned over the years. It's not yeah. about lingerie even, but those are our tools yeah. that we can call on to bring those things in. But it's not the essence of it. The essence of it is within us. So the more you know yourself, um, the better it will be. So this whole thing has been my journey of like getting to know myself. I, I mean, when I did underthing, I was in a place... <laughs> completely like contrasting it. I was in a place like emotionally, socially, um, in my relationships and in my career where I was people pleasing constantly, mm. um, you know, because I was still leaning on this idea that like, while I know that there's women out there who are getting what they want, <laughs> I have to contort myself to get what I want. Like, I don't know any other way. I really didn't know any other way. Yeah. Um, and then between then, that must have been what, 2018 to now 2023, five years has been a journey. Yeah. <laughs> I learned how to shed the layers, mm -hmm. shed off like, okay, this relationship with this little boyfriend, it gotta go. <laughs> this, <laughs> you know, this, this, this relationship with this, this coworker, this manager, it needs to shift. And yeah. like my life needs to work for me. Yeah. And no one else. And mm -hmm. then you know, it's an uncomfortable shift, but I got to a place where it got, um, you know, my career started making sense for me. Like even in the work I was doing as a project manager, which was, was completely different from under thing. Mm -hmm. I was being asked to talk to people on stages and I was like, me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I know this 
think I could talk about it, so I'll do it. I was in my career actually getting promoted and actually getting raises all of a sudden. Um, you know, I had a huge breakup and after taking some time to heal from that, all of a sudden men were, I actually started to understand what they meant when they said like, you know, masculine likes to worship the feminine. And I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> like I don't have to work for it. <laughs> I don't have to work for it. And really the journey has been like me just letting those things go. So I got to a place, 2020 came, left New York City. Um, I went and lived by myself for the first time. I went and moved upstate where I could actually afford to do that yeah. and live alone for a little bit. And I lived alone for a year, exactly a year. No, I think it was like about 18 months. And mm -hmm. during that time I was working from home and you know, the pandemic was a hot mess. We're not even gonna get into all that, but mm -hmm. I think that I, the, that I really needed to go within in that time so that I could have the tools to teach women going forward how to go within. And what I learned was like solitude is very important. Mm -hmm. For the fem for feminine energy, for um, that creative energy, for healing, I learned that um, you know, when it comes down to getting what you want from other people, you need to give yourself what you want first. Mm, yeah, you need to get very intimate with your desires and what you want. It's actually really funny. I just put a YouTube video out about this. Um, you really need to know your desires um, and what I started to realize was that my desire was always to help women. I want women to shine. I spent so much time in environments, um, family dynamics where women like lights were like blown out. Yeah. And I realized the reason why is because when a woman knows her power and truly unapologetically steps into that, yeah. you cannot, there's just, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> there is nothing you can do about it. So it is natural. It's nature for that attraction and that magnetism to simply happen. And it's not even because, again, she's Jessica Rabbit fine. Yeah. And she, it's because she knows. Yeah. And like that knowing, it's so funny because what all that ended up being was I ended up saying, okay, this job that I have now strategically left, um, they, it was a tech startup and I knew that they were getting ready to be acquired. And I said, okay, I think that will be acquired in about this amount of time. Or, you know, once the whispers started happening, even before that, I was said, okay, I'm going to save up my coins. Mm -hmm. I decided to leave the States, um, like semi-permanently and come down to Trinidad and Tobago, which is where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, I stayed down here about uh, six months into being down here. I um, left the job. I let them know like, they had been acquired. My team moved forward. I said, all right, goodbye, everybody. Mm. And because I got acquired, I took my little piece of my pie and put it to the side. And I said, okay, Kyla, um, God, universe source has set you up so that you can do what you're meant to do now because yeah. you did the work. You did wow. the work and you have the, you know, there was a time I felt guilty about it, honestly, but I was like, no, 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 you did the work. You were given your assignment. You are now at the next stage. This isn't like, oh, here's your reward for being perfect. Yeah. Because good girl mindset. The mindset now was more like, no, no, no. I have done the work I need to do to free up this space so that I can take up space. Mm. And now I've been given the tools to do that, not because I deserve it or anything like that, but simply because I'm in my attraction. I, I chose that energy and, um, you know, my attention was 100% on like, you know, obviously still doing my work, having my relationships, but like my attention was on, okay, Kyla, you want to be a powerful woman now. 
Yeah. Here's how you're going to do it. And you want to be a powerful woman who teaches other women how to step into their power. Here's yeah. how you're going to do it. So that's how I became an image consultant um, in 2020. I got certified. I decided, you know, I need to know like the actual science behind it. But I was always the friend who was shopping with people. I was the friend that people called up and said, um, hey, what do I wear to do this thing or this thing? I'm also the friend um, that you call up when they're saying, okay, he said this. What should I say? Don't <laughs> <laughs> be like, okay, girl. And I was like, the reason I was like that since high school, since before high school, is because that is a natural gift that I have. And women yeah. need that. Again, yeah. just because we have that double X chromosome. Absolutely. You're just supposed to know. Like there were times, and I, I'm gonna get off my my little soapbox. It's <laughs> good. There were times, well into ancient times, where the work that I do was like a school. It was mm. like, like I mean, I I don't want to call it a fish, finishing school because I think that's like there's a lot of negative connotations with that. But even before that, even if you take like the Eurocentricness out of that and just like look at culture in general. Women went and learned to become women. Men went and learned to become men. And I realized, I think a part of my calling is teaching women yeah. how to be women. And I, I see it in your calling as well. And I think that there's so many women with platforms now who are doing that. And um, there was a moment where I had doubt around like, okay, like in that nice girl energy of like, should I be doing this? <laughs> where I was like, you know, maybe it's too saturated. I mean, there's so many coaches out there. <laughs> I don't need to be helping anyone. And I said, no, no, no. Like what I do is at the end of the day, I am a personal stylist. Like we're going to get you dressed. We're going to change your whole closet. Yeah. We're going to, you know, we're going to figure out well, here's what makeup you should be wearing. Here's the best hairstyles for your face shape. We're going to go into all of that. But really, I always say I just kind of deceived you with clothes because really what we're doing is setting you up as a woman to be prepared to step into your power. Yeah. And I think that your internal and your external need to be in an, um, stride with one another because if all I did with you was say, okay, here are the clothes you're going to wear. Thank you for your money. Bye. And we didn't do any internal work for you. You're going to end up right back where you were before or worse because you're not aligned yeah. with your power fully. So that's how I ended up here. I love it. <laughs> I'm here. I am living in Trinidad and Tobago. I am a image consultant full time. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. But what I love about what you just expressed is it's the hero's trajectory, right? Like when it comes to, uh, uh, finding what it is we're to be doing, whatever it might be, that knowing of the self and accepting of the self, it's a very uh, flowing, feminine energy, womanly art to get to a point where it's not about it, you know patriarchal ideas of who I should be. It's not about, like you said, Eurocentric uh, opinion about how I should show up or how I should look on the outside or how I should do anything. Because I think what you're saying applies to everything that we endeavor, right? Like, you know, you went on your own personal journey around it. And as you're going on your personal journey around it, it gets you more and more connected with that ability to help other people to do it because you let it in. It's not like you said, where you're just, you know, buying some clothes off a rack and handing them to people. Yes. You know, and as a coach, it's not like I'm sitting here just giving advice and not having lived yes. you know, what I'm talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's such an important aspect of it. And it also is what makes us. And I think you mentioned this the most powerful. Yes. Right. Just that, like, I'm coming from this place that I know that this aligns with what is most important to me, what I've always wanted for myself. And it's unapologetic. 
And it's not about what someone else tells me I should be doing. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think that a lot of women get kind of frightened by their own power because we're taught in so many ways to be afraid of it. I mean, like historically, oppression only happens when (laughs) they're aware that you have power and they need it to be suppressed. Um, And I think that and, and being so afraid, they're like, okay, am I just gonna like turn my whole life upside down? Like, what's gonna happen next? I don't know, especially when we're so used to like, we're great on paper, we we know we, we know like we know, we've read books, we have degrees, we, we have this great job. It can be really scary to say like, okay, I wanna start stepping into like my power. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is a powerful thing to go after those things and to have all those on paper accomplishments, that is a powerful thing, but to, be powerful versus do powerful yeah. is very different. Absolutely. And, you know, to be powerful does require shifts. I'm not going to say, like, I always start off with folks and I say, look, when you change your personal image, you're going to get two responses, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> There's going to be the people who say, oh, my gosh, Candy, you look great. Yeah. And then it's going to be the people who say, oh, Candy, you're dressed up today. <laughs> this is new. You know, it's different, you know? There's two responses. The first one, you have to get comfortable with both of them. The first one is thank you. Mm. Thank you is a complete sentence the same way no is a complete sentence. Thank you. Not, well, you know, this whole thing. No, no, no. Thank you. (laughs) And then the other response is, yes, I am dressed up today. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> you know? I love it. That is being powerful, not doing yeah. powerful. I'm not saying you have to quit your job. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it worked out for me. It was what I wanted, but it's not what people have to do. I am saying you have to start learning how to say no to people and getting very comfortable with the uncomfortable silence in the middle of that. Yeah. And you're going to be shocked with how much your life changes simply because you're comfortable with that for the better. Yeah, yeah. I want you to talk about, because when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned about a lot of the clients that you work with, they may they uh, might work in tech, they might work in industries where it's mostly men, they might have uh, uh, sort of suppressed their, their sexuality or their femininity because they were focused on, you know, doing powerful, as you said, and, you know, their accomplishments and what they were supposed to do, what they were told to do, or even what they love, but it has to be a certain way, right? Yeah. So so, so talk to me about how, like, when you're in those initial conversations with, say, a client who's like, you know what, I work with a bunch of guys, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, they don't see me as sexual. I'm one of the guys, you know, but I want to have a, a, a holistic, full experience of life. Like, I want to be able to feel attractive. I want to be able to also stay as smart as I am. I also want to be connected to what I accomplish. Like, what's your initial conversation? I love those conversations. What <laughs> um, I always say is, um, well, one one thing I've learned in doing my own inner work is um, around just general energy, especially feminine energy, is what sex is. Yeah. And I, I I know this is why I love conversations with people like you because you know, <laughs> sex isn't just the like you know that's what we're taught but it's not just that sex is really like life force energy exchange Mm. whether you realize it or not and it may sound inappropriate but we're having sex with everybody all the time 
Mm. Like think of it that way. Like you're exchanging life force energy all the time, even if it's just like a quick Zoom call with like Greg from accounting, or it's like, or it's like you're actually like laying down with your partner, you're you're or you're just like passing someone in the grocery store when you're exchanging something with them. So I always tell them like at the end of the day, what we've been taught as like sexy, being inappropriate and things like that, I want you to like release that and start to think about it as I want to be true and honest about what my life force energy is with people. Mm. And it's probably not necessarily saying like, okay, that means I have to show up in tight pencil skirts and stuff like that. Like what you're really doing is saying like, you know, I have, brilliance to me. So being in a gray corporate suit all the time doesn't make sense. I actually challenge people who are lawyers and who are maybe working at like big four, big four consulting firms or things like that. I actually challenge them to wear some color, stand out a little bit, like stand mm -hmm. out. And, and that's not saying like, you know, you know, wear bright red with like slit, a slit coming up your thigh. <laughs> it's like, okay, everybody else is wearing, um, you know, a green or sorry, a um, black suit. So show up in a green one. Yeah, you're still wearing your three piece suit with a button up. You're professionally dressed. You look great, but you have on green instead of black. Yeah, who said you can't do that. Yeah, who said you can't do that? Especially the times that we're moving in today, the way that the world is shifting, or especially around work. I think now more than ever, it's like there are no rules. <laughs> They're not hey. not say don't show up to work um, appropriately. But I am saying, like, let your life force energy be there. There's, yeah. You are going to be the most attractive person in the room now. It's not because you're, like, that, like, merchandise sexy. But yeah. be simply because you draw people's eyes to you. Stop trying to fit in. Stop yeah. that. Stop yeah. that. It's okay to, to stand out. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of times when women are like, you know, I want to be smart, taken seriously. It's like, you know, um, a lot of very sexy women are taken very seriously. Absolutely. They are. Um, you know, like, you don't have, like, Betty Boop isn't necessarily the only version of sexy there is. Yeah. Um, you know, there's ways to show up and be very powerful, and that is sexy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I would say, I feel like there's nothing sexier than authenticity, right? And I think sometimes people feel that, you know, there's a fear around authenticity because it's like, oh, you know, I have to keep things close to the vest, especially those, you know, when I was working in television, I worked around a lot of, a lot of men as well. And those of us who are in uh, positions where we're the only, or we're one of few, whether it's a woman or woman of color, black woman, whatever, like where we're the, the minority, I think there's a part of us that feels like I have to have this guardedness, right? And on some level, we do have to be, you know, on guard for just making sure that we take care of our mental health through a situation right. where we're the only, right? But I think that what you're pointing at as far as like, um, you know, what's considered sexy or attractive or appropriate or powerful, it always comes back to authenticity, right? Yeah. So if I'm very authentic, and that doesn't mean that I'm like vomiting my anger all over everybody, <laughs> that I'm, I'm, you know, coming in hot every time I walk in the room, if that's what I'm feeling. It just means that I own what I feel. I own who I am and how I want to express myself. Like I own it all. And I don't have to blame you for it. It doesn't have to be in reaction to how you are. It doesn't have to be to get you back for something you said. It's just yeah. that I own that this is where I'm at around things. And I think that clothing and how I show up 
and how I dress is a really powerful way to express that, like ownership, right? Yes. Ooh, yes. I um, I, I constantly say, and I, I don't want to say this. I want this to be heard, <laughs> heard, not reacted to. But um, pretty privilege is a choice. Mm. You're taking ownership. I think yeah. there's so many conversations out there about like privilege, pretty privilege, and um, I've even had people say to me like, "You have pretty privilege," and I'm like, "Well, yes, but I chose it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I choose it. I take ownership over my personal image. I. It's not in a, a false sense, like you said. It's authentic to me. I am bright. Like I just, I am a bright color person. That is who I am. I don't necessarily think all my clients must wear be bright color people. Yeah, but you need to own your personal image. So if you find yourself simply just getting along to get along and throwing on whatever clothes, if your clothes are simply just out of function, you're not taking ownership over your personal image. And oftentimes what's happening in one area of your life is happening in others as well. Maybe it's your love life, maybe it's your work life, but there's some other, other place where you're not taking ownership. You need to take ownership of, okay, the way that I, the things that I want, I have all the tools within me to get, how do I start to use them? Like I could show up here today without my pretty privilege. That's another choice I could make. And, you know, then be very upset when I'm like, wow, I don't know if anybody really got me today. I don't know if I really even spoke or helped anybody today. Like, I don't know if I spoke to anyone today. And it's like, well, no, probably not because you're not even taking ownership of yourself, let alone your ability to connect with others. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think that authenticity is very important Yeah. Um, because that's also owning, like, you know, you can show up coming in hot because you're angry, or you could take the time to sit down with whomever later on and in an assertive way, let your, let your thoughts and feelings be known and have a conversation about it. You could be right, you could be wrong. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, there's somebody that I really like on TikTok right now. And she, I'm trying to remember what her name is. She's an Asian American um, content creator and she puts out content about being sharp or being mm. soft. And mm. I, love I love it so much. I think everybody yeah. needs to watch her stuff. But, um, yeah how do you get your point across in a sharp way or a soft way? I think that you can do that same thing with your clothing. You know, I mean, I will dress for a certain way for certain things and it's not outside of my essence, but it is, um, you know, be wearing certain things with an end goal in mind. At the end of the day, the way I'm going to dress for this and the way I'm going to dress, like maybe go on a hike with a group of friends, it's going to be different. But at the end of the day, when I show up on my hike with my friends, I'm still wearing pink. Yeah. (laughs) Kyla's going to wear pink, one thing about her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like fully fully self-expressed, yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. I do want to make a distinction out of um, pretty, pretty privilege as a choice because I so agree with you about that because I think what happens in our mind is that there's somebody else out there that's deciding who's pretty. There's something else out there that's deciding what is sexy, what is classy, what is corporate, what is this, what is that. And I think, you know, what we're talking about here is you making that choice in your mind. And like you said, you could come up, come and show up without your privilege. You could come and show up as if, you know, this is not for me and it's not mine, but it's that willingness to make that choice in your mind. And, you know, I get kickback sometimes when I talk about this sort of thing, because I think a lot of times we have been taught to move through space as if someone else is in control of who we be. (laughs) Yes. Right. 
And no one else is in control of who we be. Not saying that we can't be affected by what other people say and do. Yes. But but it really is true that no one else is in control. And even in like corporate and workspaces where there is a level of what's considered appropriate or what's considered, you know, which I have to say, as someone who's been in the workforce as long as I have, there have there's been massive change. And I think COVID had a lot to do with it, like you were saying earlier, with how people can show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in work situations. And so that's, yeah. I believe, is in our favor. But yeah. I think that when it comes to how I show up at my job, how I show up in my dating life, how I show up with my family and my friends, like you were talking about, you know, when we're going on a hike, there are certain things that I think as women, we want to be willing to adopt as, as our self-expression, right? Because yeah. I think that those things that make us, like you and I were talking earlier about my signature red lipstick, yeah. Red lipstick for me is not about, oh, I want some guy to think I'm hot. Red lipstick yeah. for me is power. This is my favorite color. When I put it on, I feel like, yes, I'm doing what I want to be doing. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like like yeah. finding those things, I think, for ourselves, where it's like when I do this, when I put it on and how I put it on makes me know that I'm expressing myself exactly as who I am and yes. what are my things and what I like to see myself looking like. Yes. Right. Like giving ourselves permission to do that, I feel like is a big thing. I love that. And it's it's interesting that you say that because <laughs> I think that my biggest lesson this year and um, I'm, I'm 27. I turned 28 in two weeks. I um, think that 27 has been an interesting year. Mm. Talk <laughs> about it, honey. Talk about it. Because uh, <laughs> I actually put out like a uh, uh, um, like tweet, thread, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I was just like, is 27 supposed to feel like this? Yeah. And somebody replied back and they were like, you know, and I don't I don't mean to take it to a dark place. It's a trigger warning um, because mm -hmm. it was a conversation a little bit about like, you know, mental health and suicide was mentioned. Um, but um, she said, you know, there's this thing called the 27 Club, right? And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And she was like, where a lot of um, great celebrities, you know, Commit suicide the 27. Yeah. And I was like, or passed in some kind of like crazy way. And I was just like, I sat with that for a little bit. And it's like, you know, I wasn't feeling like in a dark place where it was like that was where I was at. But I was like, I I I I see how that this is how that can get there because you get to a place where you're all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, I'm getting older now. And it's not to say like I'm old. But it's to say, like, this is kind of like where you really kind of trip and fall into adulthood. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're not in your early 20s anymore. Not in your 30s, but it's like, oh, like it's like staring you in the face. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, the er the earlier you start to learn how to be comfortable with not needing external permission, the better. And I'm not saying that this is the reason for people's passing or anything like that, but just realizing that a lot of our mental health issues that we're like really like feeling stuck with a lot of them can be connected with like still see, somehow seeking permission from someone that you feel is in more authority than you are yeah. for whatever reason and i've even had people in my life who are family members people who are close to me who told me like you are wrong because you should be you're not like considering all these external authorities that you should like give authority to and i yeah. i am a recovering church girl i grew up in the church and i remember 
it's saying in the Bible. I can't quote exactly where, but you know, there are false authorities out there and you need to have the understanding that like you, your only authority is like this one. Yeah. <laughs> All of these ones are not your authority and it. It's not to say you don't respect people or take what they um, say in consideration or even like understand, you know, how to read a room when you yeah. go and walk into a room, what's needed from you. But it is to say that like, you know, if your life decisions are are being based off of, if the way you're getting dressed in the morning, right, is off of like, okay, what does my partner like? What yeah. will my boss think? What will random people on like the subway train think? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're going to find yourself making yourself really small. Like you're building a cage for yourself. Yeah. Um, if you get dressed and your partner says, hey, I don't really like that. You can keep it in consideration. Maybe maybe you tweak it. It's up to you. Maybe you don't. It's up to you. But at the end of the day, the power is that you got dressed. And it's and I, I'm a I'm a ask for forgiveness, not permission type of person. Yeah. You got dressed. And if you do make an oopsie, well, you can correct that. You can course correct. Oopsies are not going to kill you. You can right. course But um, you need to start off, I think. I think you should start off doing what you were going to do anyway, and then mm. adjusting, <laughs> not adjusting based off what you think you're supposed to do because of what you think other people think you're supposed to think, you know? Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's oftentimes what I talk to my clients about. And a lot of times I have never had a client come back to me and say, the way you dressed me was completely inappropriate. And I, I hope <laughs> Because I started showing a little more light than I did before. Yeah, yeah. If it happens, I'll I'll, I'll come back to this video and leave a comment below or something. Come back to the podcast and let you know. But uh, a lot of times, the boogeyman isn't real. Yeah, yeah. In the first place. No, it's so true. And so, okay, so next part of the process. So you've had the conversation with a new client and you've, you've gotten her into the understanding that it's, you know, about expressing yourself. You've gotten her into that understanding where she's willing to make a shift, make a change. So what is your process? Like, so where do you go? And you've touched on it a little bit, but where do you go in your mind as far as like, do you have a questionnaire? I know you mentioned the archetypes. I do want to dive into the archetypes a little bit. Talk to me about how that next part of the process. So yes. Um, so she comes to me, we sit down. Our first chat is our discover chat. And that's where we're having like the type of conversation we just had right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, we're getting really personal with it. We unpack your limiting beliefs. We do exercises. Um, we um, sit down and unpack like where you've been mm-hmm. in your style, what you learned in your past, how you start dressing because of that, your ideas around, and this is all things personal image, also hair, makeup, because we all have all sorts of stories connected to those things, good or bad. Um, And then we start to say, okay, what is our new narrative going to be? In order to step into this new stylish version of you that you love to see in the mirror, what is going to be required of you to truly like get there and uphold that? So we start to talk about yourself present. What are you currently doing? What is getting ready in the morning look for you now? What does um, your hair routine look like now? What are you doing to maintain yourself? Are you even taking care of yourself the way you're supposed to? Because everybody's coming to me from different places, you know? Um, and everybody has, I mean, no one's coming to me without some sort of defi- deficit, but I really want to understand what it is so we yeah. can pour into that. 
Um, and then we talk about that style feature. Okay, this is what those steps look like. Um, so, you know, outside of just like coaching and talking about energy and things like that, we're also doing, you know, the um, basics of, you know, closet detox. What are you wearing? Does this even align with you? What's going on with this? Get rid of that. You can actually keep that. I like that. You know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, unpack- I love that phrase, closet detox. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I need that right now. <laughs> ladies. I'm ready, I'm ready. It's so fun to do that, actually. I think a lot of people go into kind of scared because they're imagining some devil's wears, wears Prada moment of like, get rid of that. <laughs> and it's much less about that. I don't care what's in season, what came out, what year. What I care about is why are you holding on to things with holes in them? Yeah. Let it go. What I care about is, okay, I know that your mother-in-law gave that to you and I'm sure she's a nice lady in her own right, but like you don't want it. And all it's doing is sitting in your closet, reminding you of the weight of other people's expectations. Mm. Yes. (laughs) You're going to let it go. She Mm. won't even notice. You'll just tell her, oh, I I, I wore it last week and it's in the wash. (laughs) You know, just let it go. There's no, there's no prison for not keeping it. Um, or you gave it away to something. I don't, I don't. Right. Um, so we do that. Um, or even it's a possibility to have a very authentic conversation that might actually connect you with her, depending on who she is, right? Yeah. Like I, I feel like sometimes we're so afraid when someone has sort of cast their opinion on us. We're so afraid to hurt their feelings and say, yeah. you know, but, but really it's an opportunity to say, you know, I, I appreciate this gift. I love that you thought of me. Uh, yeah. It's not normally what I what I would wear, and so you know I probably I haven't really worn it that much, but I want you to know that I'm so honored by the fact that you gifted me and that you wanted to give me this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, right? All of these things are opportunities, and it's so funny that you say closet detox because I you know it's like we all have some of those things in our closet that not only represent other people's opinion but represent our opinions of ourselves when we're giving ourselves a hard time, like those jeans that we will never fit into. <laughs> Let them go. Right, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Let them go. Right. And I've had like I've had jeans where I kept them for 20 years because I was like, <laughs> at some point I'm gonna be that size again. And even when I was that size again, then I really wasn't that interested in wearing them wearing the- fit my look, <laughs> right? Thank you. I think that needs to be a clip in itself right there. It's like <laughs> once you it's like you're 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 letting this this idea haunt you. Yes. Yeah. For no reason. Stop terrorizing yourself. When you do get back to that like goal number, um, you know, you'll go shopping again. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's a yeah. reward for the reward. <laughs> that, you right? know, you don't have to like bully yourself into that size, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's also saying too, you know, just because you're not there right now doesn't mean you can't enjoy yourself. Right. And enjoy your personal image and actually feel good about it. So like people who say like, oh, I'll work with you after I lose. I'm like, eh, I don't hear it. No, <laughs> no. What are you doing? Like, oh, I'll I'll let myself enjoy life when X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like no. when and if conditions, conditions yeah. on whether I can enjoy my life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We don't do that over here at all. At all. Right? I mean, really, the closet detox is also a mental space detox because it's mm. really about like what will you be able to do, accomplish, be, think, enjoy when you stop like letting your space be taken up with things that you don't want to do, be, enjoy, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, 
Do you think so it's reasonable I, to to evolve your closet into something that when you look at it, you love everything in it? Do you think oh, that 100%. that's- 100%. Yeah. I, I say things that. that people are like, no, that's not realistic. Yes, you should like <laughs> every single thing in your closet. It doesn't mean that every single thing in your closet is like a Met Gala um, gown, you know? <laughs> you love every single thing in your closet. Yeah. Um, you should look your best every single day. And yeah. I, even the days when you're at home and sick, you should still look your best for that day. Yeah. You should not be home and sick. And so you still have crust around your eyes. You didn't take the time to actually like take care of yourself because it's like, okay, you're sitting and wallowing and sick. Yeah. You're yeah. sitting and wallowing in like, I really don't want to be this like leggings every day girl, but that's who I am. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you should let you yourself. With yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let yourself be your best like in that moment. And it's like, okay, maybe your best, ideally you want to get back to this goal number for this goal weight. That's great. But like, let yourself be your best today. Yeah. So that's really what it's about. That's really what it's about. And I really, you know, fully believe you're not even getting your money's worth with me if you don't allow me to push you to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and why not? I mean, that's the thing too. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like we were talking about earlier that we're so indoctrinated by what the rules are from wherever, <laughs> right? That some like something as as simple and not so simple as just having the clothing and the closet and all the things that I like. Like when I go when I open the door, where it's like I may not want to wear it all at once, but I like all of it, right? Exactly. Like that does exist. Like there's exactly. women that have that. Yeah, <laughs> there's men that have that too. Like it, it yeah. And, and you'll be surprised how much of a shift there is in your life when you start to show up in a way where it's like the only things I allow in my space are things that I like and I enjoy. And it's not to say like, you know, for example, like um, I'm not like the best when it comes to exercising. I have to be on myself about those things. You know, it's a journey. But I make it so that, okay, well, the workout clothes I do have, I like. Yeah. Like, you know, or... Um, Maybe find what you like about it. Like, even if you don't love to work out, like, I'm going to find the things that make me happy about exactly. it. I wasn't, I'm not the best cook. I'm getting there. I'm learning how to cook. So I got myself a cute little apron and a cute yeah. little set. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like this. I'm going to learn to like this, you know? And it's like, if I show up, I, I, I'm not really in the mood to exercise and I show up in like some old college t-shirt that has like a stain on it. And like, I feel, I already feel like I'm looking awkward. Now I'm going to the gym. I really don't know what I'm doing. So like even more awkward because now it's like, you know, am I even using this thing the right way? Why am I here? It's like, just like, womp, 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 you know, yeah. I'm to cook completely. And now there's flour on my shirt and <laughs> like, it's like you're making a hard thing harder. Yeah. Something easy. Like, this is what I mean by like making things easy. It's not about, okay, you just snap your fingers tomorrow and everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. It's about just showing up your best, showing up the way you would like to, um, having an environment you enjoy. And mm -hmm. then suddenly you start to attract and become a magnet for things. Mm -hmm. um, and that is that, like, you know, that's why the feminine archetypes are important. Um, knowing which one. I actually use a, a system that's already out there. Um, the one by Aisha K. Thanes, um, okay. her woman love power um, 
content. If you all don't know who she is, she was a um, television anchor and she did a lot of research and deep work around feminine energy, what it is. So I definitely didn't feel the need to reinvent the wheel there. Um, she has a system out there where there's seven archetypes that can be broken down into like 13 sub archetypes. So I use her system. I have my folks take her quiz. And from there we learn like, what is your power? Like yeah. where, what is your power? Yeah. Um, that's just naturally yours, regardless of how you're getting dressed, regardless of how you're showing up. And um, I believe it's maiden, mystic, mother, um, huntress, sage, lover, and I'm forgetting somebody. I'm sorry to remember I'm forgetting. Um, queen, queen. Um, and those archetypes are what I'm using with my clients to help them get dressed and step into their power because it's already what's coming natural to you. It's, I, I don't believe in people coming to me and I'm saying like, oh, you need to dress more boho or more preppy because that's yeah. not, that's just putting on a costume. And it also doesn't apply to life in the office, life at home, nights out. Like you can't really get dressed in a, a costume for those yeah. things. But if it's like, okay, this is your queen energy. It's like, okay, here are fabrics that you should gravitate towards. Yeah. Here are um, silhouettes you should gravitate towards. Um, along with what is your skin tone, hair color, um, body shape, and things like that, so that um, all of my clients leave with what I call is a style handbook. I actually don't have it with me right now. It's in New York. It's not okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a little magazine flip through that I actually sent to everybody at the end, um, where you literally have in there everything about Candy, what colors work for her, what silhouettes work best for her when she goes shopping, shop for these tops, these pants, all the way down to your undies and your swimwear to your coats, like everything. Yeah. Um, and even with your face shape, hairstyles that will work for you with pictures to go along with. If you go into the salon, you could say, I want this one. I like yeah. this one. Um, your whole image consulting package is right there in your hands so that you can independently shop and dress yourself going forward. Um, but even in there, I break down, you know, okay, so this is your archetype. Like for myself, if a maiden is oftentimes known for being pretty playful, kind of rebellious, flirtatious, and like I can play that up with pattern. Yeah. I can play that up with silhouette. Um, that doesn't mean I'm dressing up like a little girl. Like that's probably weird, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Allowing myself to still be vibrant yeah. and energetic with my clothing. You know, there's a lot of maidens walking around who wear black all the time because they really don't feel like they're good at matching colors up and they don't want to have to think about it. So they just put themselves in black and it's like, you're dampening your power by doing that. Absolutely. And there, there could be somebody who's like in queen energy, but she's constantly being told like, make yourself smaller or like, you know, you're too much. So she's afraid to step out in something bold. Yeah. When that's actually what her power is. Yeah. So, that's that's a bit of my process. I hope that that gives an understanding of the process. There's so many little ins and outs. I I love that detail oriented work. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it it makes it very very clear because it, it you know it, I think you've expressed the journey. Now, how long does it on average take? Like like do you put a time frame on it? Like I'll work with you for twelve weeks and we'll you know do a, like how long does it take to sort well, of give the transformation? I have different offerings. Um, I have my service offerings. My signature service is Style Discovery. We work with each other for 21 days. It takes 21 days to build a habit. Yeah. And a lot of this is one thing we do talk about as well is like your routines, which we're actually transforming into rituals. 
for yourself where it's like getting ready in the morning isn't just like brush your teeth, get out the door. It's like, okay, light a candle. Yeah. Put on some music, take a shower. All right. Mm. Do your hair, listen to something empowering as you're doing that, even if it's just 10 minutes. So we talk about that and like we're building those routines and rituals in 21 days. Yeah. Um, we meet up three times once um, each week. And in the first one, we're talking, we're unpacking your past, we're getting ready for your present and your future. And the next one, I sit down with you and I tell you, okay, here are all the things that just like scientifically, like what human beings eyes like to see in our perception. Here's what works for you. Here is what you can do to be perceived the way you want to be perceived, to be, um, to strengthen what you want to strengthen, um, to actually like know also like how to wear things, like what looks good. <laughs> like here's how you can wear skinny jeans or like here's how you can wear a pair of like wide leg jeans. Here's how to implement more red in your wardrobe or something like that, you know? Yeah. So that's more like, I always say like the science of style part happens in the second session. Mm -hmm. And then in the third section, that's when we actually detox your closet. Mm -hmm. And we say, okay, this is now with knowing everything we know about where you wanna go, what you wanna do, what you can wear, this is why we're letting this go. This is why this can stay. We go through that whole thing. Mm. And then there are two options from there. You either wrap it up with a um, shopping list that I give to you. I say, okay, this is where you're going to go. These are the stores you're going to shop at. These are stores that kind of like feed into that archetype and like they, they will match you and your essence. Um, here are the exact things I want you to add in your closet, knowing what you have right now. Yeah. Um, and then or what you could leave with is a shopping session if you get that add-on where I just do that shopping for you and send those things to your home and we'll have an additional fitting session. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, so what do when a client has gone through the complete process, first of all, I'm dying for you to detox my closet. <laughs> when a client has gone through your process, what is, what is some of the feedback that you get around how it shifts their life and, and what they experience from it? Because I know you said you're not going to have them going out there, you know, wearing something crazy and feeling like, you know, exposed or whatever. But, you know, what are some of the things that they say after they've they've had the transformation? Um, it's interesting because it's what they say during the transformation and then right after. So mm -hmm. during the transformation, they say like, I have never looked at my self, my closet, my clothes, my life, even like other people, yeah. the way I'm looking at things now, because your perspective shifts on mm -hmm. image. The real, the whole thing is about personal image and perception. Mm -hmm. You might start to even notice that like, oh, like maybe there's this like television character or somebody in real life that I've like always kind of admired and I couldn't really figure it out. And then all of a sudden you start to say, wait, I get what she's doing yeah. and it's for you. And it's yeah. like, oh, and it's not even to say, I must do what she's doing. It's like, oh, I understand now mm. why it is that like, she has this like magnetism or power or attraction that I kind of admire and would like to have in my life. And here's how I can start to do that for myself. Yeah. And you're like, you know, that's at 21 days, your habits are shifting. And then at the end, what people often say is like, I just felt so seen. And that part mm -hmm. makes my heart so warm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, you know, I just, I wasn't being seen externally, but also internally, I was yeah. ignoring things. Um, it's not that I didn't know they were there, but I just didn't think they were for me or that I could actually be them. Be yeah. those things. 
And now I have like the tools and the confidence to do it and approach it. Because after we're done, we've just detoxed your closet. Your closet is like a little emptier than it was before. And now it's time for you to go shopping. So you're still, the rest of your transition is on you in that um, if you don't choose to like have me just shop for you and send things to you as well. Um, And what I always say to people is like what we're doing together is I am building a bridge for you, but you're walking across it. Mm. And when you walk across that bridge and you get to your destination and you get to the place where it's like, you're taking the step off off the bridge onto the grass when you go yeah. shopping, yeah. your shop, your experience of shopping is gonna be very different. When you start to wear those new clothes for the first time to the office and you take that next step, your experience in the office is gonna be different. Even, even your commute is gonna be different. Your date night is gonna feel different. Um, one thing that people say to me because they come to me saying like, oh, I want sexier clothes for like date night or oh, I want better clothes for my office, but I don't do it that way. We do holistic everything. Yeah. I'm like, the way you're getting dressed for work and the way you're getting dressed for date night because it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are people who've told me same, like, same in the sense that it's it's comes it's coming from the same internal place you're saying, right? Like, yes. Yeah. 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 Your your mindset about it, you're mm. you're presenting yourself. It's how you're presenting yourself. And I've had people say to me, like, you know, my relationship wasn't, I mean, I'm with a decent guy, like he's not gonna leave me because of this, but like there's so much less drama in my relationship because when he says, oh, let's do this thing, let's go this place, I'm not having like a 30 minute meltdown before I have to leave the house every single time. And like, you know, he loves me. So he's like, you know, putting up with it, but like in ways it's like making him uncomfortable. Like relationships get better when you have confidence in yourself, you know? It's like mind freedom. It's mind and heart freedom. And who doesn't want that? I mean, everybody wants to be in relationship with people. It's like where there's ease in life. Like I'm free to do what I want to do. And I'm authentically being myself as I'm doing it. And when you talk about that sort of like 30 minute meltdown, like I can think of so many times in my life, I used to call it calling in fat because everything I put on in my closet, I felt fat in. So I would call out of stuff like, oh, I'm sick or, um, you know, but I'm really calling in fat. Right. Or, or, you know, not wanting to do certain things or go on certain dates or just get out there and enjoy my life because I'm, I'm being hard on myself about the way that I'm looking and things. And people, I think sometimes, um, uh, they think that it's a trivial thing, but it really is not like what you're doing. It's God's work. It's like, it's the cocoon butterfly. It's like the, um, you know, taking a person from, from, uh, you know, it's it's a transformational journey, and I think it's very very important that people understand that that that's why it's so it's not just oh because I want to look like a Barbie doll, it's yeah. you being you is the secret to your entire happiness. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. It's and your life, it's the whole key to life. Yeah. yeah. And it does, it does tear away at a relationship over time when you're someone who's constantly on yourself in a negative way, or you're someone who can't easily get dressed because you're, you're, you're not in tune with and tapped into your own authenticity around it. And you're trying to live up to what somebody else expects of you. You know, how you're supposed to, just over on Thanksgiving, you know, I was with my partner's family and one of his sisters who I adore, his baby sister was talking about, you know, dressing appropriately for a work thing and not really being sure how to dress and how that made her feel self-conscious. I mean, that's the feeling of self-consciousness in a workplace can affect how your work is, how you behave, how people perceive you. And that affects 
you know, that that has an impact on how much money you make, <laughs> you know, how you how you uh, connect with people who actually can further your career and vice versa. Like it it really does have a a, a huge um, uh, snowball of an impact on your life when you don't you're not in touch with what you're talking about. I love that you just said that, because really in uh, those that 21 days, we meet three times and really like the first time is unpacking the self-consciousness that you're carrying. That next time is getting you into self-awareness of like, okay, knowing myself and what I know, here's what's gonna work for me. And then that third time is like the self-actualization and transformation. And I love the way you broke that down because that self-consciousness eats away at romantic relationships. It eats away at friendships. Like it's very hard to be the friend who constantly has to be like, no girl, you're not Pat. No, you're this. Right. <laughs> you look fine. It's okay. <laughs> the friend that's bringing something to the table, not the friend who's in this like dire need all the time yeah. of like you know um, validation, and it, it eats away at your your career. Your if you're a mother, you have a child who is watching mm -hmm. you and learning. Most of what they know about the world is coming from you right now. Right. It just you, you need to step into your happy. Yeah. Let yourself be free. And the, I, I can't, all my clients are people who are like, I'm ready for that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening out there, y'all, even if you're watching this later, if that's the state that you're in, you get, need to get in touch with, which, with Kyla. <laughs> can't speak. You need to get in touch with Kyla. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, right? It's that readiness. Tell me Candy sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm getting oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, but Kyla, this, I mean, this hour has just like whipped right by. I know. <laughs> I feel like I could talk to you all day about this because it is really just so aligned. And what we need to do is because I, you know, I told you I'm starting my group membership very soon. And like I said, I, I do want you to come in one of the months because one of the months is going to be all about image and, um, you know, uh, self-expression. And I, I do want you to come in and teach a workshop and, you know, just be with the community and bring your gifts and all of that. And also, you know, uh, suss out who might want to work with you out of that. You know? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to do that. I'm, I'm looking forward to leading, meeting all the ladies in the membership. It's nice to see their faces and things like that. So yeah. we will have a very good time. We'll have a I very love good it. Time. I love it. Thank you so much, my sweetheart, for being here. Is there anything um, very specific that, that if, if someone walks away with something, that's the thing that you want them to walk away with? Ooh. Like more than more than anything else, like yes. yeah. it's really at the end of the day, all these like self words, self awareness, self consciousness, self actualization, self trust. Um, they all of these things begin with self for a reason. And at the end of the day, whether it's your wardrobe or your love life or wherever, if there's any part of yourself or the experience that yourself is having in this world that you would like to change, you are 100% in your right, mm -hmm. in your birthright to change it. Yeah, There's nothing selfish about it. You don't need permission to do it. At the end of the day, you know, um, your, your life experience is something you have to take ownership of. No one else is going to do it for you. So do never, ever, 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 ever feel like investing in yourself is something you are wasting money on or should feel guilty about. Or, you know, sometimes even we might be in 
family dynamics and things like that where, you know, we've never really got to see our parents do it or people we genuinely love get to do it. So like, who am I to yeah. do? Um, it, you are yourself. You are yourself and you own yourself and you are creating a life that you love because yeah. life is short, but life is also long, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Real right. long, you let it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. It's especially yeah. long if you're miserable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. So let yourself have some fun, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think, you know, choosing self is choosing other people also. So, mm. you know, choosing your loved ones, you have to choose yourself before you can do that. So yeah, I love it. I love it, Kyla. Yes, this is so nice. <laughs> right. I'm so glad that you got to come on. You are now part of the uh, loving relationships for women of color family. I'm so happy. <laughs> Thanks for having me, everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for the work that you're doing. And thank you for living into yourself, living into your authentic self and expressing your gifts and, you know, all that God gave you and, and being a vessel for other women to do the same as well. Thank you for that work that you do. And, you know, it's God's work. I, I strongly believe that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, I believe it is because I really think that God was like, I, I I didn't make you all this like fabulous like bundle of joy for you to be doing something you don't want to do, right? <laughs> and unhappy about it and hiding and yeah, yeah. and yeah. following someone else's edict about who you're yeah. supposed to be and yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah, getting to getting to do it myself and help other women and guide other women to it for themselves is so rewarding. Yeah. I love it. I, I it's so important. Because I always say it's like you, you want to when you're attracting going into a relationship, you're looking for alignment and you don't want to be aligned with with you not knowing yourself. Right. Like I've been in relationships where they aligned with what I thought and how I was feeling at the time. And that was not good. <laughs> but when I got in alignment with myself, then, you know, the relationships change. It changes. Absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I love what the work that you do. Um, you know, I and even like why I felt that magnetism to you in the first place, because, you know, you, 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 the, the women who have that understanding or like, you know, and we, we earned the understanding of like, yeah. you, you attract what you are. Yeah. Is they're such magical beings to be around. So. Right. Hey, as soon as you know that you, you attract what you are, who you are, a mirror of who you are, all of a sudden you can't help, but like, be done with the stupid shit like because <laughs> yeah. you're like i don't want anything but the good stuff like i can't i don't need that right i'm done with the struggle <laughs> i'm done with the chasing i'm done with the begging i'm done with the needing permission yeah. i'm done with anything that doesn't support me being a hundred percent fully self-expressed like just yeah. done with it right done with the trauma done with holding on to you know the how people have hurt me or what they told me about myself that wasn't true because it's all a lie Trust me, it's all a lie. Yes. Right. If I'm not telling it to myself as far as who I am, like, yes, we don't know everything about everything, right? Yeah. It, life is a learning. But if it's not me making the choice about who I'm going to be, then it's a lie. Yeah. Right. And some lies work, some lies don't work, but we don't have to take on any of it if we don't want to. Yes. Right. I 100% I, I agree with that because the the more you also take that time to get to know yourself even down to like your style yeah and you're you're building i'm trying to remember how this was told to me building confidence is really about building self-trust 
and you start mm. to trust yourself more and yeah. more every time you make a decision, just each decision you make where you act, you don't abandon yourself. Yeah. Just builds that self-trust, builds that confidence, gets you to a place where it's like, okay, like, I, I think I'm, I think I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I don't have, I know, I don't like that. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, my closet is detoxed. I, mean, I love <laughs> everything I have. Right yes. <laughs> and it's like your, your, your brain actually needs that from you. Your yeah. brain actually needs you to on, only say yes to what it needs. And that's not to say like, okay, I don't feel like going to work today. So I'm just going to say no, but it's like, you know, I think a lot of people think that that's, that's what people are talking about. And what we're really saying is you need to live in service of you. Yeah. Before you can serve anybody else. Yeah. Like fill up to overflow. Yeah. You know, Oh, my Kyla. (laughs) All right, my sweetheart, we're definitely going to stay in touch. I definitely do want to have you back at some point. And, you know, we have uh, many opportunities for partnership coming up. But again, thank you for being here, taking the time, bringing your pretty face and, you know, just all of the the gifts and everything and your generosity, too. Thank Thank you. you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having this platform. And thank you for being, you know, like these are these are the women I needed to see and be around growing up. So like my inner child also just thoroughly enjoys conversations with you. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's awesome. All right. So we'll keep having those conversations for everybody out there who's listening. Thank thank you guys. If you joined us while we were live or if you're watching later on, you know, you can comment and interact later on. I know sometimes, you know, when we're having a deep conversation, it's hard to like jump in. But whatever comments you want to leave on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook, wherever you're watching, we will come back and interact with you. Um, Also, coming up, I think December 5th, I say I think because I'm not 100%, but I'm going to be launching my five-day challenge, Meet Your Bay by New Year's Day, which is going to be from December 26th to December 30th. And it's free. It's a free five-day challenge. I'm going to be live every day on those days. And, you know, we're building a nice little community. And we're going to we're gonna take the challenge. We're going to see what can happen around meeting your bay by New Year's Day. I want everyone to get what I call the gloat, the greatest love of all time. And I'm going to be teaching step-by-step step how one does that. So a big part of that is everything that we talked about today. (laughs) Everybody pass it on to any woman that you know who is in a state of, I want love, I want to be in a partnership. I don't believe that it's something that we have to enforce on everyone. I know that there's a lot of, um, you know, societal stereotypes and, you know, societal thoughts around like, you know, statistics and who's marriageable and who's not, who's high value and who's not all that bullshit. Like we're, we're stripping all of that away and really getting to, if I'm someone who wants to be loved, seen, heard, and accepted, who do I have to be to be a space for that period? Right. Yeah. And that's that. That is that. Until next time, keep being unapologetically lovable. And by all means, give yourself grace. Bye, everybody.